Hello and welcome back to, well look, not back is it, welcome to the first Donnie Sports podcast, but also it's it's just me, I haven't run away, I'm just trying not to get sued by the NRL, that's what I'm doing, so, <laughs> but we're back on the podcast grind, I'm, I, I do apologise that we uh, vacated the space for a minute there, I'm back every Thursday, hopefully with a guest, uh, I just had a few things come up, life got in the way, you boys know how it is, but we're at the run home now, and we're just going to absolutely be hammering it. i got tons of guys coming on over the next few weeks. Lots of fun stuff lined up. But today, the great one, obviously, the great guru, the, the man that started the hot takes in the first place. He came on. He was the first person that came on. Gave me the time of day. So it was only fitting that we bless the Donny Sports moniker with the great one, the guru. I hope you guys thoroughly enjoy it. If it's your first time listening to me via the guru, come check me out on Donny Sports on all socials. And if it is not your first time, I do apologize that you have come back. <laughs> and I'll talk to you boys all very, very shortly. Yeah, I'm good, mate. I've been very excited for this podcast. Probably more excited. <laughs> I do love a victory lab, but I don't get to do many of them. So, uh, I, like, because when I messaged you to come back on and uh, for me to dust off the microphone and actually be a content creator again, I, uh, I, was, I was surprised that you actually messaged me back and you remembered who the fuck I was after <laughs> how little I've been interacting. But mate, as I always say, I'm more than happy to wear it when I'm wrong. But when I'm right, <laughs> I'll let you know about it. Don't worry about that. So, right. looking forward to it. Like, let, let's go through it. So, at the start of the year, if you, if you didn't know, uh, I asked Guru for three hot takes for the season. And, and <laughs> like, it's, it feels silly reading some of these out now because of where we are. But, like, mm. transport yourself back 20 weeks. And these were genuine, genuine hot takes. Like, number one, Cotter to play Origin. Mm. I mean... <laughs> I remember you you were banging this drum at the start of the year and um I people were like there's no way or they didn't know what else to post that week and they jumped on it as well. <laughs> so, but he didn't yeah. just he didn't just play fucking Origin. Like he he ran Origin. Mate, he's one of those guys that I and I you know, I'm sure if we went back and listened to the tape, I would have said if he just stays injury free He'll be there. He mm. is that good. He just needs to stay injury-free. And, mate, I even remember when, like, in the three weeks leading up to when they were like, oh, he might get picked. I, I was just sitting there going, please don't get injured. Please yep, don't get yep. injured. I am on the edge of one of the great calls here. Yeah. It's just a matter of this bloke's body holding together for three weeks. And then I watched him for the next three weeks. You know, he's making 60 tackles. He's putting his head where I wouldn't put my foot. And I'm just going, <laughs> just survive. Just please survive, Ruben. And then – he got to that Origin game and I was out there and uh, like he played, what did he play, like 75, 80 oh, minutes, something. Of the ridiculous. best too. Like he, he had yeah. such a cracker. I, I remember in the weeks leading up to it, he would have a good game and I'd send you Moe bottle emojis and then he'd have a bad game and I'd be like, order's cancelled, order's cancelled and then he'd have a good one and I'm back on the train with you. I was listening to that podcast today and um, it was it's so funny looking back now because I, I said, yeah, he might get there. God, I hope he gets there because someone's got to make it from the Cowboys, right? And I mean, <laughs> look where we are now. <laughs> it just... Mate, if you're at the Cowboys without an origin jersey at the moment, you feel like a bit of a muck. They're, they're making it left, right and center. Uh, no, but mate, it was because uh, I'd said it on the Bloke in a Bar podcast the week before. And I remember when I said it, um, obviously the camera was on me, so the audience couldn't see, but... 
Kempi looked at me like I had three fucking heads. <laughs> I remember when he looked at me and just went, what? And yeah. yeah it, it would have been one of the, a big call guru, big call guru when he does those ones. <laughs> and I remember we finished recording here when thanks for joining us and I'll go fuck myself. And he looked at me and went, Cotter, really? <laughs> well, yeah, I just got a feeling. And then, you know, like when so many people question, you start to sort of doubt yourself, yeah, which yeah. I do quite often, but thankfully uh, I stayed strong on that one and, and, and backed myself in and uh, yeah, it came good. So I think it went Ruben, Ruben's mum, Ruben's dad and you in people that were happy that he made that score. <laughs> and I, I might've been on top of them. I think more people applied to me than Cotter when it happened to score. So, and, and I was taking in the praise like I'd made the origin. So, uh, and then ne- uh, next you had Ponga. To average less than 55 points in Supercoach, as it stands right now, might not play another game this season, and he's on 50 on a, on a 50 average. Uh, yeah, I, you that one I remember getting DMs about how mm. insane that was that Ponga wouldn't fire on all cylinders this year. And for me, I got everything I needed out of him as a Queenslander anyway. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy, I'm, and, and I'll praise him until until the cows come home. So I don't feel as bad. I'm not punching down, but we are gloating a bit <laughs> because as, if he had a shit origin, it would have been a harder one to be happy about. But since he played so spectacularly, we know how good he can be. Well, that's another one. <laughs> yeah. No, he, um, no, I, mate, and I remember before I got on that podcast with you, I had, I had KP going, I, I had it written down sub 60 and I looked at it and I thought, is this spicy enough? Do I maybe need to go down to 55? Mm, and like, as you know, as all, all your listeners will know, five-point average in Supercoach is a big swing. Yeah. That, that, that's a lot. So when I took it down to 55, I looked at it and thought, oh, it might be too much, but I really do think he's going to go super average this year. So, um, yeah, and I mean, obviously it's been assisted by HIAs and whatnot, yeah. but that's who KP is. I mean, is yeah. anyone surprised that he's had a heap of head knocks? I mean – it's super disappointing that he's going to miss the back end of the season, but I mean, it's round 20. He's got a 50 point average. It wasn't going to bounce back. Newcastle aren't probably getting any better. I mean, yeah. So it's worked out well for me, mate. I remember we do after our draft weekend, we do like a heap of um, bets within our, mm-hmm. within our circle where we bet shots for the next year's draft day. And the bloke that, that drafted uh, KP, I love him, but He's a daft motherfucker. He's yeah. just got no idea. And I remember I went up to Pete and he goes, oh, what bets do you want to have? And I went, oh, I'll have KP to go sub 60. And he went, sub 60? I'll give you sub 70. And I went, yeah, okay, sure. I've told the world that I think he'll go sub 55. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Um, yeah, he was really high on KP, the poor bastard. I think he owes about 12 shots heading into draft day next year. So he might draft KP round one again. You know, that's what I love about this is because like, no matter how much uh, effort you put into your, your content, how much research you do. I remember before draft last year, I was producing so much draft content and I had a new frigging draft list every week, you'd think. And um, then we get to the draft day and names start coming off the board with the boys. And I, it was funny, as we drove up there, one bloke was driving on his own, had my podcast on and the car up there. And I was like, it's too late now because that, li- that list has changed 20 <laughs> times since yesterday when that was uploaded. But names start coming off the board. And I'm like, well, it's good to know who my real mates are because you boys do not listen to the podcast at all. 
Mate, we, we, we were sitting there doing our draft and um, he, he might be listening to this big uh, uh, Mick Puella. I remember I was sitting there and I was watching his picks and they were just going off one by one and it was, you know, it was Jackson Hastings. I can't remember who they were. <laughs> they were all names that I was really high on yeah, and I just yeah. kept looking at him going, you motherfucker, you've never complimented me on my podcast yeah. once, but you have picked me apart like a vulture here. We had, I think, I think Tago went off the board in round seven and I'm like, yeah. All right, you need to delete some Instagram pages, mate. This, this is <laughs> that's an unfair advantage. I ended up I ended up reaching for Cobo in round five because I was so nervous people would have listened to the list. I could have got him in round freaking twenty. Oh, mate, I remember in our room when I took uh, Isaac Tungo, just the whole room just sort of went, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, fucking yeah, of course, you're fucking, yeah, it's gonna be the best. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, fuck you guys. Yeah, no, but my my draft season's falling apart very quickly with the Pappy injury. I've yeah, gone from like, I was, I was, I was in Melbourne like, for the Raiders game. Oh, what a, what a pleasure that was getting to watch that live in person. My, my draft season. I mean, obviously, condolences to Pappenhausen's knee, but <laughs> I've thinking about myself for a second. <laughs> thinking about myself for a second. Watching my draft season go up and smoke live in the flesh was a bit of a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, no, it was one of the few times that I've actually realised that I've got decent mates because instead of, of messaging me to say suck shit, they all went, are you okay? And I was like, I'm not, but I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. I needed this. The, the other one that was, I, I, I think there might not have been a more anti-Titans member of this community coming into 2022 than you. I, I remember placing bets at my draft day that the Titans wouldn't make the eight. Yep. Your hot take was, was that they wouldn't come out of the top four. And as it stands right now, having won three games all season, so you had the Titans and the Knights, which was also a hot take at the time, but I suppose it went hand-in-hand hand with the KP one. You had yeah. Titans and Knights, bottom four. It's looking pretty on the money right now. And it's so easy at this stage to say, oh, yeah, obviously they're not very good. No. Last year, when the Titans made the finals and they had that miracle run against the Roosters and it all came down to one pass... Not what happened whatsoever. And, and you were calling it out. No one wanted to listen. And then when you said it, I, I remember getting DMs on that one too. There's no way the Titans Titans will make the eight again, surely. Day for feeder, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, bottom four, that's looking pretty accurate right now. Oh, mate, it is. And like, I, I'm just getting up the um, ladder from last year. And, you know, they, they obviously both made the eight last year. Mm. But they, they were seventh and eighth. And like, the Titans finished with a record of 10 and 14. And... I feel like I just kept saying it all preseason. In the easiest year ever to make finals, they had a record of 10 and 14, yeah. and they snuck in, and everyone, I don't know, I, I feel like I was talking a different language to people, and then letting go of Fogarty without an experienced yes, half. Yes. I mean, fuck, how much are people beating the drum now of an experienced half when it comes to Chad, Adam Reynolds, mm. these sort of guys? Like, I just thought the writing was on the wall then, and, and that was my same argument for a Mitchell Pierceless Newcastle Knights. Yeah. Um, it was a bit and, scary and when they came out like the fucking Globetrotters. Um, that rattled me a little bit. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yes, yes. I remember the, the incredible mate, amount of links that you boys copped in round one. And two. <laughs> Can someone check if Newcastle's still there? I haven't heard from any of them in 14 weeks. It's been unbelievable. I was getting licked to death. Oh, that round one and round two, I was like, oh, to be guru. Like. Mate, I, I had one podcast that had two fellas from Newcastle sitting in a man cave up there. They had pictures of me on their TV <laughs> calling me out. I was going, what the fuck is happening here? It's round three. 
It was oh yeah, but uh, yeah, all, all came off in the end. And mate, it's one of those ones that I was right, but you're not you're not happy to be right. I've got no. nothing against the Titans or Newcastle, exactly, especially exactly. Newcastle. I think rugby league's going good when Newcastle's going good. I hate seeing it as it is, and yeah, I actually like what the Titans have done. They've backed in a heap of really talented young guys, well, but it was got always one of the going youngest to be a tough cores way. in the league right now. Yeah, like and yeah. I mean, I, but they had one of the youngest cores in the league at the start of the year as yeah. well. I just I don't know how people didn't. See it, but anyway, you know, fucking, it is what it is. So, three from three, did you say it was? I think. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but, yeah. but but I also did a podcast with quite a few other people in the seed, and Roasty came out with a hot take of the Roosters to win minor premiers, which wasn't very hot at the time. And one guru commented, "Spicy hot take there, bro. What odds do you have on the sun rising tomorrow? Now, what odds do you have on the Roosters minor premier at this stage?" <laughs> Uh, that wasn't in the script at the start. I don't like. <laughs> don't don't feel too bad. I I think right above that post, uh, as I was scrolling, I commented, "2022 is going to be a great year for blokes named Xavier." And so, Ooh, <laughs> so it, it didn't turn out. <laughs> but you're obviously here for a reason. Like, and be careful what you're going to say because. Odds are I'm probably going to put the house on it. And if I don't, Natty probably will the pest. So, <laughs> Well, if Natty's going to have a punt on it, you can rule it out now. Fucking all over the place, Natty. Mate, I've got three pretty hot ones for you. Um, most of them involve the final series, and then one's a bit of a long play. My, my last one actually is pretty much three hot takes in a row that I think will be oh, a domino effect. So. Beautiful. I think you'll – and I, I like that I haven't actually told you them yet. So I'm no, I'm, I'm, I'm going in completely blind here. All right, you want the first one? Yes, hit me. All right. Um, I I actually don't think this is that hot, but I, I didn't think my ones at the start of the year were that crazy either. But <laughs> I know a lot of people are very high on one of the best 17s on paper in the competition, the Parramatta Eels. I never have been. Mm. Um, they've been inconsistent and disappointing the whole year. I, I think they make finals, but I think they go out week one. Or if they finish top four, I think they'll go out in straight sets. So that will be Ooh. my first one. Parramatta will not win a finals game I like this that. year. Uh, their, I have their this. window was so so open this year. Like so if, open. If it, it was is. gonna be a year, they're the only team of the comp to have beaten Penrith and Melbourne. And I don't care. <laughs> I honestly, <laughs> I, I I know they can do it in the regular season. It's crazy that this Penrith team is so bloody good and. They're, they've lost one game all year by two points. It was to Parramatta, and mate, yeah. I honestly don't care because I know Parramatta can do. It. They'll probably they, they'll probably beat them this weekend. That, that, that's why I say there's a chance I could go out in straight sets because yeah. I just think there's a chance I make the top four because I knock over Penrith. No one else will. They know how to get uh, up, but they're not a team that can play. Like, like I fit. It, you you never want to put words in someone's mouth, and like every time they go out there, they go out there to fucking win. Like that, that's that's the short of it. But sometimes, like when you see what happened against the doggies, it's like. You can almost get the feeling that they think we can go easier and they just get caught out. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, everyone keeps – and, you know, I have this fucking weekly argument with Kempi every Monday where he says, I just feel like they're waiting for finals. And I, just, I don't think they're a team that can wait for finals. They haven't been successful there in the past. They're mm, not the Roosters. Mm. They're not the Panthers. They're not the Melbourne Storm. They're not the sort of team you need that – They're yeah, definitely a team that needs to run in there. You know? They need momentum going into it. And I, I, I can't see them – 
uh, competing come finals time. So I've got them going out in straight sets or week one. I, I, I'll say the Parramatta will not win a finals game <laughs> this year. That's my first one. Um, my next one, I, I don't know how spicy this is. Uh, I've got Penrith to beat the Sharks in the grand final. Ooh. And I've got... Uh, and once again, I don't know how spicy this is, but I think it'll be the first time ever I've got Cleary to go back-to-back Clive Churchill. Ooh, I like so these. These, these, are, these are buildable. <laughs> I like, I like yes. the two legs on them. This is... Yeah, so Penrith, I think... Mate, to, to be honest with you, I, when, when you messaged me the other day and said three hot takes, my hot take was going to be that Penrith go undefeated from here Ooh. with Jerome Luai out. That yeah. worries me a little bit. I think Sean, I like... With all due respect to Sean O'Sullivan, definitely a downgrade on Jerome Luai. I just think that could cost them a win here or there, and, and they have got a pretty tough draw. That's why I thought them going undefeated would be so spicy. Uh, but I, I just, yeah, I, I just, I can't see anyone beating this Penrith side. No. Um, their depth is just incredible. I mean, I think they could cop one or two injuries and still be okay as long as Nate's on the park. Definitely feels I, like I, a playing I, for I, second kind of vibe, you know. It's and and I know we've had like. We, we would have said that at this point last year with the yeah, Melbourne Storm, exactly. to be fair. So, um, yeah, I mean, it seems really obvious, Penrith, to win the comp, but comps are so much easier to win than what they sound like yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I think the Sharks will be there and thereabouts. I think that come finals time, I think that's where your, your Dale Finucane, your Cam McInnes, these sort of guys will yeah. be integral. I love the rest of their pack, Cronulla. I think their hooker's playing career best footy. I think their halfback's playing career Hasn't best footy. I think he's one of those guys, Blake, that were so, he got so G'd up by the online community and then when he wasn't uh, Damien Cook reincarnated, he just got absolutely torn to shreds. And now this year, just quietly been so... Like, when you when you actually sit down and watch him play, you're like, fuck, you, just breathes confidence. Yeah. You know, just in everything he does, he's just confident, calm, and it's just... Yeah, I'm very impressed with how he's gone this year without all the big fanfare around him. I think he was a cheapie in Supercoach last year or something. Yeah. And um and so he had a lot, a lot of like people online saying, Oh, he might be the next best thing and rah, rah, rah. and he just just he was just okay. And then this yeah. year in that Sharks team, yeah, just absolutely well he's well, like, it really. Watching him like come through you know, in S G ball and, and all the junior grades and everything, like he was an absolute superstar. So I can understand why people are mm. waiting for him to be Damien Cook and at the start of every Supercoach season, especially when it comes to draft, there's always questions about Blake Braley. And I always yeah. say there's going to be one season where he explodes, and if you've got him, it's going to be huge. And I'll be honest with you, I don't think this is his peak either. I, I think he has still got more in him from what I saw when he when he was growing up. So I, re, I, I love this Cronulla team. The only thing I love about them is that, I mean, they, they lost Katoa on the weekend, who's I reckon he's the most underrated winger in this competition. They bring in Connor Tracy. Did they lose much? Yeah, honestly, oh, I, th- I think got, Trace what a guy Tracy Tracy is. If, if, if oh. he stays fit over the next few years, that's what he needs. Is like, I feel like every time I watch Connor, I'm watching I'm watching someone get fed to the wolves. Like I remember there was a game earlier this year. It was it was a Thursday night game. I think he got injured three times in the space of ten minutes, and I'm just like, get the man off the field. Like oh, he, he, oh. save him from himself, someone. But uh, if he can if he can stay fit and put it together, he can play anywhere, man. Oh, mate, I, I'll tell you a story. I remember watching him three or four years ago. I was I was at Redfern Oval and South were training, and I, and I was just sitting in the car and I was watching them, and then, and then I got out of the car to watch them a bit closer, and um, I was just watching how Adam Reynolds was um, directing them around and just how much control he had, and 
And I got closer up and it wasn't Reynolds, it was Connor Tracy. Yeah, right. I didn't realise I got closer and I just thought, oh, my God, that's that kid that's had the ACL. He's Like, he had three ACL injuries on the trot uh, leading up to that. And I just remember looking at him going, fuck, I genuinely thought that was Adam Reynolds. Then he signed with Cronulla. They played him at wing. They played him at centre. Yeah. And then it was funny. About eight weeks ago, I was at a, um, I was at like a, a fundraising event down at Cronulla. And it was uh, one of those um, cancer relay. It's like a 24-hour walk where they raise money. And uh, it was pissing with rain. So there wasn't that many people there. And I remember I was standing at, when, when they were kicking it off, you know, like cutting the ribbon and starting everything. There was a bloke about 10 metres to my right. And I was looking at him and I thought, fuck, that guy looks like Connor Tracy. And I looked at him two or three times, and I even got to the point where I got out a picture of him on my phone. I said to my missus, I go, that is this guy? And she goes, no, no way. And I was like, she's like, what, you think he's an NRL player? And I was like, she's like, he's too small. And I was like, yeah, you're right, he is, he is. And then about five weeks later, he puts up a vlog from the day, and I messaged him and I said, bro, I was standing just next to you. And he goes, yeah, I thought I was standing next to you too, but you didn't look at me, so I didn't think it was you either. And I, like, just the most unassuming guy imaginable – um, yet he gets out in, in the NRL arena and he, he just carves oh. it. I, I, I love everything about him. And that's that's the thing I love about Cronulla. They've got depth everywhere. Ikevalu isn't in this team. Lockie Miller isn't in this team. They've got Franklin Pele sitting down there. He's about yeah. 10 forwards deep to get in this team. Like, it's – you look at their bench. Cam McInnes isn't in their starting 13. Like, they could, they could have an injury in just about every position outside of halfback. And I really don't think their team changes that much. They've mm. got the Queensland Cup hooker of the year last year, Jaden Beryl. Mm. He hasn't even got a gig yet because yeah. of yeah. Bill Blake's coming. Like the, and he the had it, yeah. He, what a season he had last year at Wynnum, eh? And, um, oh. yeah, I, I remember watching him in the trials. He looked like Thor with that big haircut, which was different to what I remembered him looking like yeah. when I see, had that long mane. And, um no. And I was like, what? How, how have they got him stuck behind people at the Sharkies? I mean, I, I reckon he, I reckon he's a big part of why um, you've got the hooker playing so well. Because I reckon for the first time in a few years, he's had a real challenge that yep. if you're not playing well, this bloke's going to come in and take your gig. So I think it's been a great signing by, by Cronulla. If, you know, he hasn't played much footy for them. Or he hasn't played any footy for them. Mm. Uh, but he's pushed Braley to a new yep. level. So oh, I think the Sharkies, I think they'll be there. I think they showed on the weekend that they can go toe-to-toe with the Penrith Panthers. Um, and I, I just think that they'll, they'll, they'll take a lot from that first half when in the second half they sort of went away from uh, their game plan a, a little bit and got a little bit flimsy. Uh, but I, I think the Sharkies will be there to take on Penrith and I'll, I'll take Cleary. Uh, it's been a tough year for him, obviously, state of origin and whatnot. Um, didn't go to plan, didn't didn't deliver in game three like we hoped that he would. Well, not um, hoped that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I remember I spoke to him like the day or the about a, a two days after I think the Origin three, and he was on his way to Bali, and he just sort of said, "I said, oh, you know, have fun over there, you know, turn the Wi-Fi off," and he just said, "I can't wait to turn the Wi-Fi off," and just ready to come back and play. And I just sort of thought, "Fuck, he, he's got a point to prove again." Right. It's put a chip on Cleary's shoulder. I think that he's 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 got something to prove, and I I think he's gonna really. I think over the next few weeks without Jerome Luai. I think he's going to really have a big five or six weeks and then in finals. When he is up against a wall, might be the most dangerous player. He is, he's the most dangerous player in the league. When he's, when he's angry, when he, when he, when he feels like he's been doubted, he just comes out with a chip on both shoulders and it's just, you just pray that your team's not playing him that week because he, 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 
just does things. It just doesn't make sense. And you start blaming your team and how they're defending him. It, when he's on it, you can't defend him. And, mate, I mean, like, people make the argument that he's not like that in State of Origin, which, fine, he's probably still going to own that arena in, in the big games. But Clubland, he's just – he's head and shoulders above the rest. Like, mm. you even go back to the grand final he lost. Like, he threw an intercept in the grand final and bounced back and still put tries on the board mm. in the back end. Like, and then to do what he did in that final series last year, his kicking game was incredible. I – Oh, I, I think Cleary's going to give us something pretty special. I don't think anyone – I'm thinking off the dome. I don't think – p- p- people have won two Clives, but I don't think anyone's ever gone back-to-back. Back to back, so, yeah. um, that might be a first. Because, like, again, like, if anyone's going to do it, he'd, he'd be the odds-on favourite to win it when, when it opens on the day of the final. Yeah, he just, well, he'd be very short now. I, I reckon he'd be at, like, fives maybe. Come like game, it twos. will be hard for the Sharkies to get into the grand final when the Cowboys are in the grand final, but I do like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I actually, I had Sharks and Cowboys written down. I just, I feel like the the big game experience in Dale Finucane will just take yeah. the Sharkies. Hey, listen, with the Cowboys, we, we've played our grand final 20 weeks in a row now. This is a ride... Uh, I love it. <laughs> I've never been happier. Like the the like I look, I open the the ladder every couple of days, and today you just look at it. You're like second place. <laughs> it's, it's insane, isn't it? Like I had I mean, us, I had us dead last at the start so of the season, I. and yeah. I said, and it's fine. Bringing in some youth, some things need to work out. I don't know if Chad's the guy. Probably last place, and that's okay. And, I, and I'd written this season off almost for the cows, and then I just wouldn't stop winning and then I remember it took longer than it should have for people to start saying oh maybe it is real yeah or oh, they haven't played in Sydney well they're one of the only teams that aren't from fucking Sydney mate <laughs> so, yeah so. I, I, mate I was the same I, I drafted Scott Drinkwater in my team mm. and he, he wasn't in the team for the first few weeks and everyone's going oh you're still gonna hold him and I was like yeah, I just think he'll get a shot at some point. This Cowboys team's going okay and say, oh, it can't last, it can't last. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Then I got to about week five and just thought, fuck, I reckon it will, eh? I just yeah. like, you know what? They, they're not like the 2004 Cowboys where they were pulling shit out of their ass. Like, yeah. They're just playing consistent, oh, oh, solid oh, The game footy, of the weekend like, against the Tigers, I messaged the group chat and I was just like, just the, this second phase scramble defense. Yeah. I'm... You used to watch and you go, oh, what's going to happen? And now I've been watching all season and I just assume we're going to come up with the ball. The, the second effort, when the play breaks down, if the Cowboys don't come up with the ball, I've gone, oh, what's happened there? And, and yeah. you watch them and it's just, it's it, it's incredible how often in that, when, when the play goes crazy and, and bumbles and it's just night and day from what they were. When, when, last year and the year before, when, when the play broke down, They'd have five blokes jump on the ball and probably all knock it on individually. All knock it on, yeah. And now they're just, yeah, I don't know. I think spreading out the leadership, Toddy Payton's obviously got a plan, but I don't know. Cowboys have probably got their flowers by now, but it is fun to talk about them. I could do it all day. No, mate, and to be honest with you, if you, you know, if I would have swapped in Sharks for Cowboys, I think I could have had the same conversation. I'm leaning slightly towards the Sharks, um, but yeah, I, 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 so I we're wouldn't definitely be definitely off Melbourne. Yeah, I, I just don't think they can do it. I don't know. I know I'm, you know, it's one of those things where I, I'm happy if they prove me wrong. Yeah. Uh, but I just, I just don't think they've got the cattle in the pack at the moment. Up I really don't. Today, and, up and I mean, you. mate, like if they, they'll get cheese back. That'll help. But I, I don't think cheese is playing his best footy there this no. year. Hopefully, three weeks off can really freshen him up because he's a guy that can make an impact. 
Um, but I mean, they're still going to head into the finals with the centers as they are. Mm. One of those centers as it is. You're X right. will come back, which will help. But I just uh, there's not there's nothing to really add to the forward pack that I think. And I mean that that's the reality of finals. You're going to have to beat Penrith at some point. Yeah, I don't think Melbourne can. Yeah, right. I, I don't think they'll beat the Sharks. I don't. So yeah, I it kills me, but I because I, I love the Melbourne Storm. Mm. I love everything about the franchise, and I hope I'm wrong. I've never hoped I'm more wrong, but I yeah, I, I think they'll probably finish fifth or sixth this year. Um, they've got two easy games coming up. I think they've got Titans Warriors. Yeah, then they've got a pretty fucked up four games coming their way. So this run home is like for everybody with how tight the league is, and they're all playing each other. It's it's gonna be fireworks. Well, mate, like I, I would argue the team that's got the best run home, I'd say it's probably Manly. But like they're, I, I assume that they're going to give away a game to the team once, like yes. on the equal points. So, that, so that's going to make it even Thursday more. Thursday night, like you, you, well, tonight when this comes out, you'd have to assume, like it just can't. Sure. <laughs> And, anyway. and moving on. What, what, moving on. What, what's the uh, what's the what's the spicy spicy? All right, this is the real spicy one. Okay, and this is this is this is a domino effect that um, it could play out over two months. It could play out over a year. But this is what I long see. Happen. Play the long, long, long play. It could be a long play, but I reckon the dominoes will fall a little bit quicker. Okay. So I think the Dalian Medal this year will go to Ben Hunt. I think he will take it home. And that's not really the spicy side of it. That's just part of it. I think Ben Hunt takes home the Daly M. Uh, I think he's playing incredible football at the moment. I think the St. George Illawarra Dragons are just going to keep their head above water as the St. George Illawarra Dragons do, mm-hmm. solely off the shoulders of Ben Hunt. I think he's probably already leading the Daly M chase at the moment. He's got to be. I think that might be being out. They gotta, he's got to be the one getting the points in those games. Like That's what happened yeah. with Jack, right? And everyone yeah. freaked out about it. But it's like, who, who else is getting those points? And they're, you know, so. Yeah. And, and I mean, uh, I, I, I would argue that year that Jack probably wasn't the best, but he got all the points. Yeah. I, I don't think you can fairly argue that Ben Hunt isn't at least top three this mm. year. Mm. So I, I think Ben Hunt gets the Daly M. Pappy's injured. I don't think Latrell's played enough footy. No. Um, I think the Pappy stole too many points off all the other Melbourne boys. Yep. Hines, I think he'll be thereabouts, but like I reckon Daly M points wise, he's really slowed down over the last eight weeks. Um, so I, yeah, I, I reckon Ben Hunt's a really good one. Now, I'm going to say Ben Hunt gets the Daly M. I'm going to say Ben Hunt looks around the room and realizes, fuck, I just played the best season of my career and we're still going to finish 10th. I reckon he will sign with the Dolphins. I think he will join back up with Wayne and with Milford up there. Cody. Did he ever play with Cody? He would have played a little <laughs> bit with Cody. Yes, there's a few up there. Uh, there's also, you know, Felice Cafusi that he's played Queensland Origin yes. with. I also reckon that scoring that match winner at Suncorp. Yeah. Like Ben Hunt has said on a number of times that he wants to move back to Queensland eventually. He has said that he's happy to play at his career at the Dragons. But what I reckon will happen, and this will be the final domino in my whole thing, I reckon Ben Hunt, will sign with the Dolphins. And I think it'll be for 2024. I think he will ask for an early release from the Dolphins. And that's where I think the Dragons will let him go if they can bring Jackson Hastings home. And I think he will be the halfback for the St. George Illawarra Dragons <laughs> next year. That's my, that's my domino effect that I think will happen. I reckon you'll see wow. Jack home at the Dragons next year. Can, and you, I think can you pan to the, to the side of you so I can see all the scribble and, and, and chalk <laughs> on your wall? 
<laughs> got a little whiteboard in front of me. Uh, just uh, all over the place. Uh, oh, I love I that. I reckon oh, the Tigers are that. completely shitting the bed with what they're doing with Hastings at the moment. I think it's bizarre how it's playing out. He's he's an out and out halfback. That's where he needs to be. He grew up playing for the Dragons. Um, ended up leaving there, obviously. I think with a bit of lure of you know dad's former club, the Roosters, or that that sort of opportunity. Yeah. I reckon he returns there. He's good. He obviously the other thing about ha- J- Jacko is that growing up playing Harold Matt's SG Ball. His best mate in all those teams, his number one partner was Jack Bird in all those teams growing up. He's come back home. I think it would be a really good fit. Um, So I reckon Jacko lands at the Dolphins. I think they release Ben Hunt early. He finishes his career as the face of the Dolphins under Wayne Bennett with Anthony Milford next to him. Maybe a little bit of Walt We're putting the band back together. together. That's my... uh, that's my third hot take, the, the old uh, domino effect hot I take. I love there. that. That's gonna, it's going to run for a while. What, you have to put an expiry date on it where I can laugh at you. When, Jack, <laughs> when Jackson Hastings is eventually at the Bulldogs or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays. I also just think, and I mean, you can tell me if you think differently. When I look at the way that Hastings plays and how it's, it's just all about X's and O's, get to the next spot, yes. keep it simple. Does it not just scream Anthony Griffin? Yeah, it definitely does. I'm tenacious. I'm just going to put it on my shoulders and fucking deal with it, not make a big deal out of anything. I just think they'd be such a good fit. And then you'd have these young guys who, that's the other thing, Jacko's been the young guy with all the fucking talent. He'd be unreal for for, for them, I think, too. So I like that a lot. I like Benny to the Dolphins. That's going to, Matt, can you see a world where they get Benny and money? Potentially, That's potentially. Good. I think there's a world. Mate, the, the way that I see it, if I'm the Dolphins at the moment, they cannot go into their first year as an NRL club with Milford as their face. You and Aitken as their face. Jesse Bromwich as their – like, the, the more and more they're watching the Melbourne Storm forward pack at the moment, the more and more Wayne must be sitting there going, oh, fuck. Yeah. This is not looking great at the moment. I, I think they need to make a splash. And for me – Mate, if like if they have to pay Hunt and money one point two, it's ridiculous to pay two players that much money. Mm. But honestly, surely what the, three guys are you going to get there. instead of them? Yeah. They're going to be better off. They've just been they've been rocked so many times now through their fingers so many times now with different players. Those two, you you, you can build a club because because they're going to be able to teach. And the thing with these guys that they're going to bring in. Yeah, like we're talking about, like the, the Bromwiches and, and the Kafusis, they're going to be able to teach, but being able to teach a young half, it like that's what you need. And you got two blo- well, you got the two blokes that win Origin games. Yeah. If you get them in and they're teaching Sean O'Sullivan how to play, well, not that he needs much more. Instru- is he even young anymore? He's one of those guys that's been he's around been around for a bit. He's, he's been a young he's been a young guy for a long time. But I mean, I, I think this is where, and you know, I'm not an expert at this sort of shit by any means. But I mean, you look at the guys they have signed in Kafusi, the two Bromwich boys. Like, I think you'd be front ending their deals and back ending yeah. these Ben Hunts and these Cam Munsters, and just try and line it up that these guys retire at the right moment so that you can take their money and put it into these other guys. But I just, I can't see them opening next season without a franchise guy. I'm, I don't think there's too many guys out there that you want realistically. Ben Hunt. 
the, the face of the Queensland Maroons this year across the three games for me. I thought he was unbelievable. I think he'd be the perfect guy to get. Um, he's worked with Wayne Bennett before. He's played great footy under Bennett. He's got guys already in that team that he's worked with in the past that he, he gets along with. So I just think it'd be perfect. And then, I, as I said, I, I can't see Jacko staying at the Tigers the way it's playing out. I just can't see it working. The and Tigers. the Dragons, I like, you'd be able to get Jacko for 500K. Now, if you said to me, Ben Hunt for 1.3 or Jacko for five, I'll take Jacko every day of the week. Yeah, absolutely. Do you reckon if Benny goes to the Dragons, do you reckon he's getting over to the Finns? Do you reckon he's getting over a million bucks? Yes, well and truly, hundred percent. It's a tough one because, okay. like, he yeah. he has had a career best year, but up until this year, the word Ben Hunt was always preceded by "How's he on a million bucks?" Even though I think he's always had the work ethic and always had the potential. These million dollar, <laughs> it makes yeah. me worried just a little bit. And I love Ben Hunt. I lost my voice box cheering him on at, at Suncorp yeah. a few weeks ago. I love to see him win. I, I, lo- I love everything about him. He's just an effort guy. But you're just you're getting him up there on a million bucks. You just got to go. But Wayne, is, Wayne isn't exactly Anthony Griffith either. So. <laughs> uh, exactly. Mate, r- r- respectfully, the people that are always saying, how's he on a million? Who are they? Yeah, and, and you know what else? Who are these people? Who are, are they ever anyone that's ever in a prominent spot in rugby and, league? And, are and, they... and now, yeah, and to be fair, as I've said, it's preceded by Wisey on a million bucks. It'll be the same flogs, then following that up with 2015. So That's, <laughs> that's the exact narrative. And those are the guys that never mention that they probably wouldn't have been a top eight team, that Broncos team, without Ben Hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was there was 10,000 moments that season why Ben Hunt was a weapon, but only one that people remember. Um, so, yeah, I, I think there's a real world. I just think having a Queenslander there would be massive. If you look at that Maroons team and, you know, the key guys you could take out of it, they're not going to get KP. I don't think they'll get Munster next year. They're not going to get Harry Grant. No. You're not going to sign DCA. You're not going to get him out of Manly. So I think Ben Hunt, he's your guy. He's the fella you want here. I mean, like, I would argue, I honestly think that probably outside of Munster, I would say that Ben Hunt, just who he is and the, you know, what he's done recently in the Origin Arena, I almost think he's the perfect guy. Yeah. And he already looks good in red and white. So he's got that ticked off. Sure does, which matters. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm sure we'll have we'll have about six months to talk about the Dolphins in about two. So I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you what, mate. If I go three from three on this one, I'll be uh, tapping on your bedroom window getting out of bed to record. So uh, these will be three big ones. I, I, out of my three, if you had to rank them from uh, most likely to least likely, Parramatta to not win a finals game, Penrith back-to-back beating the Sharkies and Cleary back-to-back Clives or Ben Hunt to the Dolphins. Yeah, that order. That, that order you'd have them, yeah, okay. I oh, I I like I like Parrot to upset someone. I I reckon so, I honestly think someone I just when you look at this this uh this run home, someone's falling out of the top eight that shouldn't, and someone's getting in that shouldn't, and I think yeah. they'll match up with Para. Like like I think <laughs> I still think, and it might be because I've got fifty bucks on it, but. I, <laughs> <laughs> 50 bucks at a couple of drinks at the Caxton are on this one. But I bet that the Dragons would be in the eight at the start of the season. And just if you look at the runs 
Uh, and, and all it will take is another 15 Roosters injuries, which I know they got in them. I know they can do it. <laughs> the, I could see someone sneaking in, but and also because yeah, maybe I'll go. Maybe I will go Penrith, most likely. Para second, most likely, and then the the. <laughs> that's almost that's almost as good as the mustache theory. That I like that a lot. Where do you see Parramatta finishing then? I mean, they're they're seventh at the moment. They're they're, they're two wins in front of the Chooks. So, oh, I would. Is it fair to assume that seventh is probably the worst place they'll finish? I've I've heard a few people say they could miss the eight. I don't think they will personally. I think they'll they'll could win you enough imagine games. Imagine Para miss the eight and then lose all those boys. Yeah, well, that'd be uh, a nice little hot take for me that they wouldn't win a finals game. So I'd enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, get in. But, um, I, I think they will make it, but mate, I, I think South Sydney, they're going to win a couple of games on their run home. So mm. I don't know if they're going to drop them. Melbourne, they've got a tough draw, but they should win the next two weeks. That'll put them on 28 points. Like I'm still waiting for the wheels to fall off on the Broncos too because of, that's just my narrative up here. Uh, I, 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 don't think, I think they're pretty well bolted on, but... Yeah. I think I think over the last two weeks, as you said, I think it took people way too long to realise the Cowboys were the real deal. Mm. I think it's taken people too long to realise the Broncos are the real deal. They've mm. been losing guys left, right and centre. There's a different team running out every week for Brisbane. Yep. You get the same result every single week. I'm... I'm starting to get pretty high on Brisbane. Maybe it's just because I've got Kempi fucking peppering my left ear. I for could four almost hours guarantee that is definitely adding to it. But you look at the, <laughs> you, you, and trust me, I've got I've got the whole city of <laughs> Brisbane in my fucking ear. <laughs> but I got you looking at it, and these four teams on twenty points, it could be any of them. It really, and it sounds crazy to to put the Raiders and Dragons in the same conversation as the Roosters and Manly. I to, I'm totally with you. But literally anything can happen here. They're, they're all tied. It's a four-way tie for eight. Points difference aside. Like dra- Dragons probably get excluded based on points difference. Uh, well, Raiders too, then you'd have to say. But I, I really think there's some magic happening at the end of this season. But I, I'm not, I, I can't put my finger on what it is. But I, I can see Para winning a game against... I think whoever gets in out of these four teams, they're not coming in strong. That that That's like... I, I, <laughs> They're just going to be too battered and bruised, I reckon. Yeah, but mate, I, I mean, I, I'm not convinced the team that finishes eighth, like the team that finishes eighth, will, will play fifth. Obviously, that's true. Yeah, convinced. yeah, you're right. You're right. So for that to happen, Power would have to move Parramatta's up. Gonna have to jump. Yeah, and you're right. And Power aren't moving up, and then they're going to be playing. Seven's going to be playing. Yeah, right. I, and the thing is that if you play seventh, it's an away game. So I, I reckon there'll probably be a trip to Amy Park there potentially. Yeah, then they're, yeah. then they're, then they're busted. I'm pretty sure Melbourne play Parramatta round 25 as well. So I reckon there's a world where you see Melbourne v Parramatta at Amy Park two weeks in a row. Isn't that fun? I reckon there's a good chance you see that. Yeah, now that I think about it. Yeah, because yeah, you're right. I don't see yeah, I don't see that much movement there either. God, it's going to be such a good next five weeks. Like it's going to be wild. It, it is absolutely wild west. Like there's so many different possibilities here, and I know I sound like an absolute tin pot talking about the Raiders and the Dragons, but it's footy. You get 80 minutes. Literally, it, it, the Sharks just put how much on the on on the storm. Nobody. I mean, yes, there were people saying it's going to happen, but it's just like these things just happen. Yep. I just, I mean, the Bulldogs beat the Bulldogs beat Para. So, and I mean, mate, the other thing as well, and I know people are saying that it doesn't overly matter, but. I really do think that that two points the Cowboys got on the weekend in the most controversial yeah, fashion of all time. It's, it's very that's going to get them a home final. Yeah, that's what I, I was saying too. Like that, home, yeah. and, and I sound like a broken record, but going to Townsville 
it's not fun. It's yeah, a long it's... trip. It's quicker to get to New Zealand for these teams in Sydney than it is to get to Townsville. It's, 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 it's two flights. You don't fly direct unless you cater the flight. So you've got yeah. to stop in Brizzy, go again. It's not much going on. It's not a fun place to be. To be, it, it, and it is hot. We're coming back into it now. I mean, today up in Brizzy, it was it was twenty six degrees. So give it another month, and you're up in Townsville. It's going to be hot again. Well, mate, they they play the Dragons, the Bulldogs, the Roosters, the Warriors, Bunnies, then the Penrith Panthers. I would argue that they they should win the Dragons game. They should win the Bulldogs game. Roosters game is probably fifty fifty, but I mean on form, they should probably win that. Mm. They'll beat the Warriors. Then they've got South Sydney. Could go either way, but then they, they, they play Penrith at home in the last week. Like, there's a good chance Penrith rest their entire team for that's that game true. as well. Like, they should I, get I, the home final, and that's what I was saying when we won that game. Is other than that's insanity. Is that uh, that that should guarantee a home final if they if they carry on the way they're playing? And mate, it, fuck, <laughs> that, that's like as much as the West Tigers fans should be filthy. If I finish third this year. I'm going to be fucking beside myself because you've got to go to North Queensland. Mm. There's a good chance that if they didn't have that win, you're probably having them at Shark Park or you're having them yeah. at Suncorp. Yeah. And it changes everything. Definitely. Oh, could you imagine if the Cowboys and the Broncos play each other in a, in a semifinal at Suncorp Stadium? That, it, the, the, yeah. the, oh, mate. Didn't they... Um, was it 2004 they were meant to play at Suncorp and they moved it to North Queensland? Was that... I was in grade three. I wish I could tell you. I'm sure it was 2004 or 2005. One of the two. They were meant to play it at um at Suncorp Stadium. I can't remember why, but they the the it was Gordon Tallis's last game. I'm pretty right. sure, and they moved it up to North Queensland. And then Wayne Bennett benched him for the game. It was fucking insanity. It was all happening. Um, yeah. Well, mate, those are my uh. Those are my three spicy takes. Hopefully, they can uh, they can be as good as we kick the season off with. Um, and, and this is what I love about them. You say them out loud now, and you're like, "What?" But but uh, that's what we said about the first ones. And that's I will you say, said. You've I was had, very confident. You've had you've had, you've had a, a very good track record compared to some of the other boys that come on. I'm, I'm going to get them on over the next few weeks. There is there's going to be some tails behind some legs because we've had some. <laughs> We've had some good ones, yeah, but not that is as good as uh, I did. I did a Dark Horses podcast earlier in the year, and I said Will Kennedy was a dark horse for Dalium. So, <laughs> I think I remember that actually. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a heap. Uh, all right. Let I mean I always say this: if if they know who I am, they know who you are. But let them know where to find you. Yeah, Rugby League Guru on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Bebo, MySpace, wherever you can find social media <laughs> content, I'll be there. Uh, Rugby League Guru podcast as well, content every day. So, yeah, if you're not listening, come and listen tomorrow. I love it. I'll talk to you very soon, my man. Thank you, Legend. Talk to you soon.